You're listening to the Estheticians Are More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode number 84. Welcome to the Estheticians Are More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Hello, happy Friday, and welcome back. Thanks for being here. If you have listened before, I I cannot tell you how much it means to me. Really, I really appreciate it. And if you're new, welcome. Thanks for listening. Okay, so today we are going to talk about procrastination. It's something that I hear constantly from my clients. It's something that I hear um, again and again and again. And I just really want to challenge that idea that we've been taught that we're procrastinating. Because I think I think that it really isn't necessarily true for most people. I think procrastination is there occasionally, but it's usually not what's happening. And so what ends up happening is we think that we're procrastinating and then we shame ourselves into trying to work more or do what we want to, we want to do for our business, but for, for some reason we're not doing. And then you still don't really get it done. And instead of getting it done, you feel worse. Like, do you know what I mean? Have you felt that before where you're like, okay, um, I know to grow my business, I need to post more on Instagram. Okay, I'm going to post on Instagram this week. And then the week comes by and you don't post. And then you're like, I am so bad at this. I am such a bad procrastinator. Look, instead, I was playing on my phone or I was watching TV and I was doing this. And I that's the reason I'm not successful. And like, again, you can believe this if you're a brand new business owner or if you've been in business for years and are doing very well financially, because I've heard it from everyone. <laughs> I've heard it from every stage of business. And so this is not a new esthetician problem. This is just a person problem. <laughs> so I just want to also give you that. Um, but then you're like, oh gosh, this I'm so bad at this. Like everybody else, look, they're posting and I'm doing so doing so bad and this is why my business isn't growing the way I want it to grow and I'm just really bad at procrastinating and I really just need to get it in gear. I just need to delete all the games from my phone and never scroll on Instagram again and never watch TV and you know so then it's like you've now created all these rules for yourself. You know you know what I'm talking about, right? Like I know I've done this before. Um I did this when I was a student in in you know high school and in college. It, it's a thing, right? And then, it can, of course, it continues into business. And it's like, gosh, I I procrastinate or I, you know, I say to myself, I procrastinate on like figuring out things in QuickBooks and things that I don't really like to do in my business. And I kind of just push it off and push it off and procrastinate, procrastinate. Okay. I don't think that you're procrastinating and I don't think that I am either. I think we have things in our business that we are avoiding to doing but not because we're procrastinating, not because we're like lazy or unmotivated or something is, you know, inherently wrong with us. And so if I was just looking at the definition of procrastinate. It means just to put off doing something. And I guess technically 
that is maybe what you're doing. But what I I think is happening probably more often than not is it's not that just simply putting it off. Like you have the choice to do dishes or um, sit on a TV show, sit down and watch a TV show. So you're procrastinating doing dishes because you're sitting down to watch TV instead. Like, yes, you are putting off the dishes. The dishes eventually need to get done. But why are you, why are you feeling the need to sit down? Like, I really want to like get to that point. Like for me, I don't always go to bed with a clean kitchen because a lot of the times bedtime with, especially with a toddler is long. (laughs) It is not like I just put her to bed and like, that's it. And a lot of the times I solo parent. And so it's been a very long day and I'm very, very tired and my body really needs to rest. And so I sit down on the couch and I literally will tell myself, I'm going to sit on the couch until I feel better or until I need to go to bed. So sometimes I'll sit for like 15 minutes, an hour, and then I'll get up and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to do these dishes. Like I ha- I kind of got a little energy back from that resting my body. Sometimes I'm like, I can- can't keep my eyes open. I'm just going to go to bed and do the dishes tomorrow, right? Like I'm really listening to my body. I'm not, I'm not, sh- I'm not like shaming myself into doing the dishes because like people that are really organized and successful always go to bed with a clean kitchen, right? Which is like something that I think we're taught, especially as moms, that's a whole nother thing. But it's the same thing with you. So let's say you really want to post consistently on social media and weeks go by and you're not consistently posting on social media. Why is that? What else could it be besides that you just are a procrastinator? And I don't even want to like necessarily like dive down into like what else you're doing like and then shaming yourself like, oh, you're playing a game or you're, you know, watching TV or you're whatever it is like all those things that we do that like kind of have us disconnect from the present moment is actually a thing that we need to do. We need to disconnect from the present moment sometimes. We need to chill out. We need to not always be on and going, going, going. And our society does not like that. We like to be productive. And it's not productive to play a game on your phone. I just I just downloaded a game called Two Dots and I'm super addicted to it and I love it. And I will sit there for 10 minutes and play it. It's great. I completely relaxed when I play it. There's no guilt from there. Because I, my brain needs time to rest. My body needs time to rest. And so you really kind of have to look at, like, what is going on? And what usually is going on, especially around business tasks, especially, like, with posting, <laughs> trying to engage with your clients or potential clients, what I found is that you are very – you have decided it has to be perfect. It has to be the perfect image or video, the perfect wording in the caption. It has to be beautiful and professional and have a certain vibe about it for you to post. So if it doesn't happen, you won't do it. It's like, oh, this doesn't look great. I can't post it. Because the expectation you've put on yourself is so incredibly high. It's so incredibly high. You have the expectation of someone who has a million followers and the polished work they put out because they have a team of people making that work polished. But you know what? They they still make mistakes. They still sometimes put things out with typos and things that are wrong, right? We know that. But you have your you've set this expectation, which is kind of along the lines of perfectionism, like it has to be perfect. 
And so if it's not going to be perfect, you just don't want to do it. So like really looking at the expectation of like, what is the expectation I'm giving myself around this? Like if we go back to the dishes example, like an expectation that I could put myself as like a good wife, a good mother, an organized, successful person goes to bed every night with a clean kitchen. So like I've now put this expectation on myself, which means that I'm washing dishes at nine o'clock at night with my eyes half open so that so that I can say I'm I never go to bed with a dirty kitchen or whatever, right? So I can like have that expectation met, right? Or maybe the expectation is just total garbage. Like it doesn't actually matter. You can be a great wife, great mom, great person and not always have a clean kitchen, right? Like you can be an incredible esthetician, totally help your clients, be really impactful in their life, make lots of money and have a not beautiful, perfect Instagram profile. Actually, you probably won't have a perfect Instagram profile because you're so focused on your clients, right? Like, you you know, like for me, I've always found the most successful posts I have, whether it's on, on my esthetician coach Instagram or my BLH beauty Instagram is the ones that were really organic that just kind of came to me that weren't super polished, that weren't super pretty, that were just ideas that came to me that I put out there versus like the ones that I thought were really really um aligned with kind of an image I wanted to put out those have always fall flat every single time like oh yeah no one cares <laughs> no one cares it's too professional it's boring no one cares right like they like the more messy more real more gritty more Britney version right and that's the same for you and so we were like okay I really want to do a post like we just had Halloween on Halloween and I want it to like have those pumpkins with the facials and I want to like you know, get the different color masks and make it look really cute and original. I don't want to use a stock photo or someone else's photo and make it really, you know, and so you're like spending all this time and energy trying to make this beautiful, perfect pose, which I'm sure is adorable, but does that, like, what's really going on here? Is like, are you actually bringing clients from that post? Probably not. Are your clients enjoying it? Yeah, they probably think it's cute, but they also would have thought, Something that's like super easy and quick that takes no time, that doesn't have to be perfect is cute and great too, right? Do you see the difference? But but if you already have this expectation, like it has to look a certain way, it has to be these incredible things, and then you put all this energy and focus on that expectation, that is usually why you're not doing it. Does that make sense? Like, do you see how the expectation of it being perfect in a certain way and a certain image of portraying is actually what's preventing you from doing it, not actually that you're a procrastinator? Because I just don't think, I think that term and that identity just is not helpful, right? Like identifying as a procrastinator doesn't actually prevent you from procrastinating. Like, I don't know if you, is that, have you ever heard anyone be like, yeah, I'm a procrastinator and I beat myself up about it every day and I, you know, kind of shame myself into not being a procrastinator and look at me now, I'm amazing. Like it does work, it can work short term, like shaming yourself, but long term it's not sustainable. You just completely, you just like give up and you go back to playing two dots on your phone or whatever. So I just really want you to like, think about that. Like, what do you, what do you say in your life that you're procrastinating about? And then like, what's actually going on? Like, do you need rest? Are you working all of the time? So yes, on your time that you're not with clients, because you're seeing eight to 10 clients a day. Yeah. You're not posting on social media because you're so exhausted. That makes sense, right? Like, 
yeah, I don't think I would post on social media ever if I was seeing eight to 10 clients a day. That's crazy to me. That's a lot of people in a day. And then on top of that, trying to be like engaging social media, get out of here. I'm one person, right? Or like maybe you have a lot of like personal commitments with your family or volunteer activities or other things going on in your life and you don't really have the mental space for social media. That's okay. Maybe this is the season you are in your business. Like when I when I was pregnant and newly postpartum, even when I had decided initially I was going to come back to work and then it, the time rolled around and it was like, that's funny. I'm definitely cannot come back to work right now. Like that was just the season I had in my life. And I had to keep telling myself like, I will want to go back to work eventually. I will want, have the energy to work again. Today is not that day. And just like honoring that and not being okay. Like just because society said like, I should go back to work at four months and a lot of people do it doesn't mean that that worked for me in my life in that time. Okay, so I want to give you some questions to ask yourself if this is something that feels really true to you right now, which is the first question is, what do I say that I'm procrastinating doing? And for me, honestly, a lot of that time is like my QuickBook works. Like work, I I just always procrastinate that. It's like the last, it's always in the bottom of my to-do list. And then I'm like, oh shoot, I didn't have time to do it this week. I'm gonna have to do it again next week. And then it just continues. And then why do you think you're procrastinating that? Like what what expectation are you giving yourself with that? For me, I think with QuickBooks and all that stuff, the expectation is it should be really easy for me because I've been doing this for a long time and I don't like being frustrated by it. And I find it very easily frustrating for me to like look at the numbers and and, and you know, like my, my um, bookkeeper was like, hey, these reports aren't pulling from your credit card. I don't know why. Like I'm anticipating that being a really challenging task that I may not actually be able to figure out the answer and I don't want to feel that frustration. So like that's why I'm avoiding it. I don't want to feel frustrated when I've spent 15 minutes or two hours trying to solve something and still can't solve it. Like, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I know. I want to feel something that I really would like to feel. So I'm avoiding, I'm avoiding feeling frustrated. I'm not avoiding looking, I'm not a procrastinator, right? So like, what's, what is going on? And then like, how can you, the third question is like, how can you take care of yourself and have your own back and create a plan to do those tasks that really feels good and supportive to you? So like, for me, I know this is a thing that helps me like with my personal tasks at my home as well as business tasks. Like give myself a timer. Like I'm going to investigate this this why this these these credit card reports aren't pulling into QuickBooks for 15 minutes. If after 15 minutes I do not have it solved, I give myself permission to stop and do it another day. Like same thing like Sometimes I really want to clean my kitchen. I we go back to cleaning the kitchen, but you know, it's just just constantly. There's just dishes. All the people are eating in the kitchen all the time, right? Like I really need to clean my kitchen or clean my house, and I really don't want to do it. So I set a timer for ten minutes, and after ten minutes, I give myself permission to stop cleaning. And sometimes I stop, and sometimes I keep cleaning, and that's okay. So kind of get like, how can you have your own back in these situations that are really hard? If that means posting to social media for you, how about you just? Say, I'm going to write down three ideas. And the first idea, the idea that feels the most fun for me, I'm going to post it. I'm going to put it out in the world. And I'm going to be okay if no one comments or likes or shares or it makes no impact to my clients. And I'm going to tell myself, it's okay if it hurts <laughs> that no one cares. This is part of it. It's okay. It happens to everyone, even the big Instagram 
influencers and this is just part of it, right? So like what it is your, what the expectation you have for yourself and then how can you have your back while you, while you're trying to do that task that you are, you are quote unquote procrastinating. The last thing that I want to offer you on this is that you have a normal human brain and this is totally normal that you're going through this at whatever it is you're procrastinating. I've been talking to my clients actually a lot recently about this, but our brains were developed to survive back when we lived in caves. And if we left the cave, we could maybe eat a poisonous berry or get attacked by a lion or a tiger or some sort of animal. And so we will avoid things that could hurt us. And since we, I mean, some people are in this situation still, but since most likely that is not what's happening to you, your brain still has those reactions to things in your business. So your brain is telling you it's not safe to post on social media because I cannot feel the fear and the frustration and rejection from no one caring or engaging or liking or commenting or booking from my post. So I'm just not going to do it because that is too much, right? Like my earlier example, I don't want to feel frustrated. I can't figure it out. So I'm just not going to try to figure it out, right? I've, I've had a hard time in the past with this. This is not my thing. So then why is it not working? I don't know. I don't want to figure it out. I don't want to feel frustrated. So I'm not going to do it because that solves the problem, right? It's the same thing, right? So our brains are just trying to protect us. That's all. Nothing's wrong with you. You're not a procrastinator. Nothing's wrong with you. You're doing absolutely wonderfully. Absolutely wonderfully. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. If you are an acne specialist and you don't feel confident treating acne, you don't feel confident talking to new clients about the program, about how the products work, how to become compliant and, and change their lifestyle and diet, then you need to join the Confident Acne Specialist group coaching program that I offer. It's an eight-week group coaching program where there's a new topic every week that you learn, and then we have a Zoom group coaching call where we really go over the emotional side of being a business owner that people find so, so challenging, especially when you're new. We talk about consultations, client compliance, marketing, client boundaries, client retention, rebound acne, time management, business systems, and pricing. It's an eight-week group coaching program, and by the end of the eight weeks, I guarantee that you will, will be so much more confident in treating acne and your abilities as an esthetician. So if you're interested, you can go to theestheticiancoach.com forward slash group coaching. I can't wait to see you there.